this is not your normal lecture on hip hop. We are going into a more metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical approach to hip hop. It's more controversial, I must say, at the beginning of this. I don't mean to offend anyone at all, but there's the door. Welcome to the show. You are now listening to Each One Teach One. I am Concept714. Here I have... DJ Kaboom, a.k.a. Edifica and the world of Spanish hip-hop. What's up, y'all? Thank you guys for tuning in to this uh, remade, re recycled, retuned, refined Each One Teach One. Um, the first was an honor and a pleasure to do it with Yambaka. Uh, you know, wake the flock up, you know Yambaka. Uh, shout outs to Yambaka, Yambaka Productions, doing their thing in LA. Big ups. Uh, one of the hottest production uh, companies, uh, really on the West Coast. Uh, you come to LA, you're going to mess with Yambaka. It's just, it's just smart business. So shout out to them. But Baka is a busy man. And, and, and as I, you know, and as we kind of like evolve, you know, he, he has to be free to follow other artistic pursuits and, and, um, and more power to him, you know. Right. So, so there's no love loss of with Baca at all. It's just uh, Baca has now moved on to greener pastures. You know what I'm saying? But the but hip hop and and podcasting has only grown exponentially since I started. Huge you know, since 2013. Right. And and the ability, you there's going to be a thousand podcasts, but then you're going to find that one or two podcasts that are could really guide you into into a new way of living a new way of looking at life right because podcasting has become it didn't start off this way mm. but it's, it has it started it really was first playlists it was just like people with a bunch of songs and they wanted to talk about the songs and hey that was it right and it wasn't until like i want to say adam carolla who more pe most people might not know but who is literally like the most downloaded podcaster on the planet Huh. Um, Adam Carolla, who has so much, so he has the Guinness World Record. So you can go on the Guinness World Book Records, record book, whatever, and it tells you Adam Carolla has the most downloaded podcast. I think it was like at one million. Wow! So it, it doesn't That's it doesn't huge sound for a like podcast, a lot. Though. It doesn't sound like a lot, but a million listeners. You're you're you're. That's more ratings than CNN. Damn. So you got to think about that. I mean. Um, and he was the one that kind of led the way and opened it to realize like, hey, podcasting is you being able to express your mind without the restrictions of times and sponsors and producers looking over your shoulders. and uh, You can't say this. You can't say that. And the reason that he was so leading the charge on it is because he came from radio. So he understands what it's like to have a producer tell you, you got seven minutes. Right. Oh, hey, we need to play the next jingle commercial. So you need to cut that it, that, that restrictive freedom. Right. So then when he went solo and did a podcast where it was just him on the mic for an hour and a half, yeah. everybody's brains yeah. popped open and nobody embraced it more than comedians. Right. Of course. Makes sense, right? Hey, there's a mic. I got something to say. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm funny. You know, I can make it yeah. work, blah, blah, blah. Um, hip-hop still hasn't figured it out hmm. i'm gonna tell you that in, in, in excuse anybody else who has a, a hip-hop podcast it's not it's not there's not like i could say oh hey uh this podcast in hip-hop is is the guiding light that i go to right. um i love the drink champs yeah right but that's not even really a podcast right um i love sway in the morning that's definitely not a podcast uh i can't think of any other hip-hop podcasts that are going to be getting my attention on a daily basis to like pursue and change and kind of um, adapt into my everyday life right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. make it easy for you to like listen to download be able to check out what's new on the episodes and stuff like that mm -hmm. i feel you that's one of the advantages of podcasts right yeah that, that it lets you express yourself in ways and it lets you keep a relationship with the listener that you couldn't have radio comes really close so like if you, and I'm talking about like if you if you know your radio like talk radio you're talking about like your Rush Limbaugh's and you're like you know like your K9 like all these oh like George oh, George Nori George all these people that have had radio shows that are able to express themselves on a podcast you're free of all the restraints so it's right. like that relationship right is unique right um it, it lets the audience be able to kind of 
attach themselves to your thoughts and emotions more than just whatever it is you're pushing right right and, and that was that's the beauty so with each one teach one the goal of this podcast is to kind of give you uh advice and view hip-hop from maybe a level that you don't have access to because you're a fan which means you're not behind the the, the scenes right or you just haven't you, you don't realize that those possibilities are there right right so people think hip-hop but they think rapping like right. that's it the yeah. rapper the rapper is it dude in reality that was like the last element added to hip-hop was the mc right the graffiti breakdancing dj came all before the right. mc the mc was the last piece right. of the puzzle right so hip-hop evolves into more than that and like you were saying eddie you were saying part of hip-hop another factor is the freshness right like how how, how dope your kicks are the how, style man well, why do you think that was such an embedded part in hip-hop um i think it was just a natural thing i mean you you take the clothes that you were wearing on the streets and you were expressing yourself with this whole entire new genre of music and you definitely wanted to to be your own person you know i think that's one of the beautiful things about hip-hop it's individuality um, especially when it comes to breakdancing, like you said. Um, but I just think it comes with the territory, you know, like just like punk music, you know, punk, uh, they have their own style of wearing clothes and this, the fashion that they wear. Same thing with hip hop. I think it's, it's part of, I think it's part of one of the parts of the, it's, it's part of the, one of the elements, like the style you wear, like the clothes you wear. And it doesn't have to be the same. Like you listen to hip hop, you could wear different things, but those things you choose to wear, you want, you want them to be the best, you know? And I think it's just uh, a part of expressing yourself, man. Like, really, just like, this is hip-hop, and, you know, I like to wear this, and this is how I express myself. This is how I ex express myself through through uh, what I'm wearing, to the fashion. So it's just, it's natural. Do you still think that the fashion and the apparel and the look is still as valued as it first was, or as important? Um, I think it's it has evolved, you know. I think there's more... Obviously, there's there's new uh, styles of hip hop and rhyming and 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 different and different styles of music, um, and now you have people wearing different things, um, which is fine. I think that's fine. It's just it's it's all relatable to to the era that you grew up in, you know. So we grew up in a certain era where certain clothes was kind of fashionable and, and it was like the thing where everybody wore. Just now, there's more uh, styles of uh, of rap and and more. Um, more different beats and different different um just different feelings of it yeah. and those people are younger so they have ways of expressing themselves through their clothes to what they wear it's a natural thing it just has to, it has to do with you know like hip-hop as being like relevant to the times you're living in mm. so if, if we're not we're, we want we might not be relevant to the music that's you know some of the younger mcs are doing so we don't understand their clothing choices but you know that's their way they express they express themselves so we can't really hate mm -hmm. you know we don't have to wear it we don't have to like it but yeah. you know each, just gotta respect it each generation of hip-hop the hands off the baton right yeah. so like the 80s to the 90s to the they give with that baton handoff comes style blah, blah blah which you can choose to take on or not take on right exactly you can choose to do it or not R right you can still enjoy the new style of music but yeah. you you can wear different things right but it's just it's just uh but i feel like early in the 80s mm -hmm. there was almost hip-hop was more uniform and i think it's because everyone was still trying to figure out what it was right so like everyone wore the breakaway adidas because it was like oh that's hip-hop that looks hip-hop until it was like oh but this can also be hip-hop like right. but at first everyone was still trying to find it out and then when you see ll cool j or you see ice t or you see these cats who are like oh, okay so since those are the representations then i'm gonna follow that right and ll cool j rocked the bells and rocked right. the you know so everyone wanted to to mimic that until they figured out oh i can add to hip-hop right I, th the beauty part of hip-hop mm. and if i may before we go into the introductions which we probably should do before people keep listening to us <laughs> talk i'll say this real quick uh hip-hop is definitely something that is um it's left like if it was a will it's passed down to the younger generation to do what they will with it right right only hip-hop i feel only as a genre of music and style of life has that that it could say that it's literally like a young person's uh game because like hip-hop every generation against the fan fandish which i don't know that that punk rock is still hitting hard and gaining a bunch of followers every year 
but I can guarantee you that hip hop has been hip hop has become embedded in the American youth system right. of them growing up like slang and term and ideology. Hip hop has very much been embedded in the youth, so the next generation will always take a little bit of hip hop with them, whether they're realizing right. it or not. Right, whether Be- they acknowledge it or not. Whether whether they acknowledge it or whether they even are aware that what they're saying was a hip hop thing, or the way they talk, or the way right. they're walking, whether they can accredit that to hip hop. Hip hop, not that long ago, was I think on Time Magazine, was determined to be the most powerful genre of music on the planet, and the reason is because it's the far-reaching, it's the one that can reach the furthest. Because you don't need an instrument to do hip hop. Mm. You I, to play the blues, I need a guitar. Yeah. To play country, I, I need a guitar. I need a banjo. To play whatever. <laughs> to play hip hop, all I need is beatbox. Right. And just an instrumental you need I can an, pound you on can the desk an instrumental on YouTube and, and that's it you're yeah. done you're, that's it your, your, your hip hop can start boom or just freestyle off the right, top yeah. of your head I don't know look country singers my, my freestyle country songs all the time I don't know that but I do know <laughs> that there is a specific exercise in hip hop called freestyling where right. you literally create hip hop as you go right I that's the only genre of music that can claim that because you have a guitar you play that c chord wrong it's wrong right. sorry no excuses that yeah. was the wrong no at the wrong time hip-hop doesn't have that what you say what you think what you do the way- dude it's all flow it's all ad- ad- adjustable and um it's something that can be taken many different ways right but that g chord you can only play that you one play way it right see what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and that's the important of it each one teach one is going to be the podcast that you can come back to a weekly basis and get a different as different view a different ideology behind hip-hop a grown man's hip-hop i'm gonna i'm gonna say eddie how old are you at this point i'm 40 years old you're 40 years old yeah i am 36 or 37 this year um grown married kids you know what i'm saying committed relationships and, and not just that not just that eddie is a award-winning mc multiple award-winning mc so you're not listening to someone who thinks they know what they're talking about this is someone who has proven time and time again to have the credentials to back it up right and eddie let's talk about those awards a little bit okay Um, when i say award-winning what am i talking about well, uh, just so everybody uh, knows, again, I, I have two aliases. I go by DJ Kaboom for production and DJing, and I go by Edifica uh, for uh, emceeing, and I, I strictly do my emceeing in Spanish. I just chose to do that about 13 years ago. I just wanted to start writing to some of my beats and just kind of like went with it. I uh, put a, little, a, a lot of thought into it, a lot of uh, effort into it, and, you know, uh, right away I started getting some accolades, and, you know, I was awarded... Uh, being one of the top MCs in Orange County, um, you know, and the list was pretty good list, and um, I was included in there as a Spanish MC, which was a great. That was a great thing uh, for me. I was really grateful for that. I also got a, an award for uh, Premios Vive as uh, one of the best, uh, actually the best uh, urban um, music uh, in 20. Uh, 2014 um i got a best dj uh by the oc weekly uh two years uh, not not two, year, two years in a row but um i got it in 2012 and 2014 um and yeah i've just been um you know i perform open up for people like the jizza karis one cypress hill anati yukes who's a chilean uh, mc female mc uh, grammy nominated open up for slick rig evidence and the list goes on um and yeah i've been i've been around i've been djing uh for over 24 years now so it feels great to say that and i just i'm just an overall music lover and uh, but hip-hop definitely has a, a, a special place for me because hip-hop is one of those things where i really um it allowed me to have a platform it allowed me to have a voice and whenever i'm on the stage i just feel very empowered and very liberated and and that all come that all stems from being able to do this through hip-hop so i don't think like you said with rock and and everything you know i can play instruments and and, and things like that but something special about hip-hop when you can you can stand on a stage and and just be able to uh you know share some of your music some of your thoughts with everybody or even just you know doing a freestyle or just performing uh, uh, on an open mic or whatever it is it's very liberating it's very therapeutic and that's really the way i have done it for myself i've done it as a therapy is a thing that i like to do uh, uh very liberating for me i did it without 
wanting to get awards or anything and you know look at that like I, I tried to do the best I could I did it to express myself and little did I know I was gonna be getting awards for it so I'm very happy about where I am in the point of my life and yeah I'm just here to give some feedback and so I share some of my experiences with everybody else and uh I'm glad to be part of the podcast, Ben. So thank you for having me. No, absolutely. And this is something that I definitely wanted to rebuild because um, Baca is one of those cats who is a rarity. Mm. So Baca has done the impossible. And this is what I tell him, right? Baca, you, you've done the impossible. And he goes, oh, don't hype me up, bro. Don't hype me up. <laughs> and I tell him, bro, you've made a living in Los Angeles, California off of music wow the impossible yeah okay this is stuff that people come here to go do right and baka doesn't rap baka <laughs> is management right so baka is the person you want to know it, look you can meet a million mcs you're gonna get the same story you're gonna get the same vibe meet the producer meet the engineer meet the guy that puts the show together right. those are the run those are the blood and sweat of hip-hop those are the guys that keep it pumping bro right. they keep that pumping right. without them without baka you're not gonna have shows without right. shows you're not gonna have fan base without fan base you're not gonna blah 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 Definitely. so baka is one of these people who moves the greek the gears yeah. for the car that you're trying to get get started right, right. so baka is the mechanic he makes it fucking happen um he has an aspect in a different vision in hip-hop that i as a mc or as a personality will never have right i don't totally. want I, I i don't i can't even begin what it is to have to line up mcs have them in come in at time and then worry about money and then still have to throw a show i, I you watch him at the shows he's running up and down making sure that hip-hop right. is vibing around the night nice. now baka has his own version of hip-hop as he should He's 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 his own, but he has made his his crevices in hip hop his his area, and he was able to dot dish out these kind of gems of knowledge that I really think are missing. Because again, you can speak to a million MCs, but you're not gonna get that different aspect unless you know somebody who who is working a different angle in hip hop. Right. So each one teach one to me came as a need to express myself, because I wake the flock up. I'm very limited on what I can express personally because i consider wake the flock up to be very much about the guest yeah because you're you're doing a you're you're doing an interview show so it's all about the guests you're asking the questions you're right. listening to what they say and, i feel you in that and i branded wake the flock up an interview show so it's a podcast yes but it's also an interview show and most people i think that start podcasts get lost in the what what are you okay so what are you doing right are you just shooting the shit with people okay that's cool right. are you interviewing other people now now you have certain rules and parameters that you got to for yourself right right the show's not about you per se with concept cool but the the, the guest is really the light yeah. so i would limit myself in what i say because i don't want my ideas to be represented for them right, right? and by the way subscribe to that yeah <laughs> please do please what, check what? out all the episodes yeah. you'd be surprised the amazing hip-hop artists that he has as, as guests so check yeah, it out yeah credentials wise um it, it's not it's not bragging but it's just so that you guys know who you're listening to has been grinding and understands the movement um wake the flock up started in 2013 um one of the first thousand podcasts in itunes ever so like the what are the first podcast i'm pretty sure it's even first 500 because this was in 2013 bro like right. podcasting was non-existent yeah yeah it was the only other person i knew besides me or besides the podcasting was carola second was uh, a sportscaster so again, hip hop hadn't come to around to the idea of that was a fresh platform. That's man. it. It was fresh way to express yourself. So I started in 2013, and Wake the Flock Up has been running now to eight years. Uh, guest list is Tech Nine, Evidence, you know, Master yeah. Ace, DJ Revolution, Planet Asia, and endless. Let them know. Um, and it's only to let you guys know that I've done like Eddie has everything by myself. So there's no production team, there's no right. label, there's no A&R, there's no blah, blah, blah. None of that. No booking agent, no. It was concept and it was Eddie grinding alone and we sending emails and we're back and forth. And we were able to develop to get uh, 
accolades recognitions right. i myself you know got uh, best podcast in orange county yeah uh from oc weekly mm-hmm. i have been uh, you know i do a lot of meeting greets and then i'm you know one of the on- well the only podcast to bring like master ace to orange county evidence you know like yeah. to bring these names over and all solidly on a podcast that a little chubby mexican does in in his house <laughs> and, and i bring that up is because maybe you're a little chubby mexican who lives in your house and you think that the hip-hop has no place for you right um because i will i will state and point out that it, it, it very much claims to be there's there's a certain a certain people that claim hip-hop to be for one set of people only mm. um which is a total misrepresentation of even the origins of hip-hop right um people can say oh it's a black music and it does it, it, it expresses it, black culture has in you know definitely a welcomed hip-hop right. you know but it's it's gone more than black culture it's really more of street culture of right. un Un- unfocused ignored youth right. trying to find a way to relate to the world right. and totally. hey man I, you want to dance cool i don't want to do ballet but you want to break dance let's do that yeah let's express ourselves that way hey man i don't have any but i got turntables so i'm gonna express myself that way hey i don't know how to do much but i can draw i'm right. gonna go graph like it's a way that the youth um was able and is still able to relate to music and to the world right um, it's a great filter. Um, so Wake the Flock Up has been a platform that has done wonders for me, bro. From yeah. meeting my idols, you know, to, I mean, Sway. Yeah. Everyone knows Sway is my Jesus. And, yeah. and I've, you know, <laughs> shaken his hand and he's, he said my name. Out of, you know, like, it's, yeah. it, was, it was an awesome. It's a crazy feeling, huh? It, it's a crazy feeling meeting your idols, especially when you, you know. Yeah. It, it's like, it, it, there's, for, there's no reason why they should be that nice. So there's mm-hmm. no reason why Sway should give me the time. But once they see that you're more than just hey can i get an interview when they see the fandom when they see it in your eyes like oh hey this cat knows what he's talking about yeah um (laughs) they're a lot more welcoming yeah because they know you're not a snake in the grass right right all that to say that (laughs) hip-hop has a place for you if you make your place in hip-hop they're not going to hand it to you no element in hip-hop is ever handed to you right okay you're not going to say oh today you're going to be good at graph yeah. It doesn't happen that way. Today, even if you're good at graph, today you're going to get the respect of your fellow graph heads. That's not going to happen. It, it's going to go by them seeing you grind, you seeing you post, you seeing a, And then hip hop will welcome you, will give you its open arms. Right. And once you've made your way, your, your way into the door of hip hop, like now it's not kicking you out. Mm. You're kicking you out. Mm. Or you continue to contribute mm. to this. Because that's the only way you get kicked out now. Right. Once you've proven yourself to be someone who is a contributor to hip hop, right. the only way to stop that is stop contributing. Right. So it's a very important to kind of practice your sword skills, man. No matter right. what it is, your sword you've chosen. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really take it to the origin of the of the word hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's you know being hip is like being relevant to your times that you're living in you know yeah um it doesn't have to be you know and you could be relevant when you start but if you if you fall off and you don't continue to put in that effort then you know you can't expect people to like yeah people might reach out to you like hey what's going on like what you know what do you have going on and things like that but if you don't stay relevant to what's going on then you know you can't expect people to stay relevant with you it's it's welcoming it'll give you the room that you need to grow into it if you look for that room and if you're looking to grow if you're looking to make a quick buck hip-hop is probably not going to be your best bet uh there's a very very few people that drop one album and and, then like you know even that one album is 10 years in the making bro like it it takes a lot of work and effort there's only (laughs) one mc i'm gonna tell you the truth eddie there's only one rapper that i have seen get picked up from an already established artist and just hit tour and it's afro Okay, mm. so Afro, I don't know if people know this, used to come to wake the flock up and watch the interviews all the time. No shit. Oh yeah, so because he used to hang around with uh, with uh, Johnny B and all those cats that used to live around him, and they would bring Afro around. Hey, yo, concept, you gotta get Afro on the show, man. He's fucking. Dead. I never, I didn't get him before he made it. I made it after. Okay. Anyway, so Afro, for those that don't know, um, actually won a contest that mm. Ra the Rugged Man put out because he was looking for the next rapper or MC, blah, blah, blah. Right. So if you know Ari the Rugged Man, you know his style. It's very uh, chopper, very fast, very right. given. Afro delivered in a, an amazing, all credit to Afro, freestyle off of a beat that uh, Ari put. 
and Ari stopped the contest. He didn't even listen to anybody else. He was like, and the minute right. he heard Afro, he stopped and he pulled everything. Yeah. <laughs> The thing was, he had for the contest, he had like Twisted, Immortal Technique. He had like these judges lined up. Wow. But the minute he heard Afro. He's like, we're not doing that. Okay. It's done because the search is over. Right. And right. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you guys are familiar with Afro, all flows reach out. Um, He's a very amazing lyricist. Yeah. Even though he's very young still. He's totally. Like 22. Like I, I actually got a chance to, to perform in one of his shows too. That's okay. how I met him. Uh-huh. You know, in one of the underground shows. And same thing when i heard him i was like man he's so young but he's like he just wants it so bad you know he's yeah. in it some sometimes hip-hop the hip-hop gods will smile down upon certain people mm-hmm. um afro is one of these people who uh what i think was discovered at 18 maybe 17 i think he was underage when when he found him but that means that hip-hop at a very young age kind of developed inside him mm-hmm. because those skills are skills that maybe oh, yeah. a person with four five six years of writing right. can maybe oh, you develop can, you can tell that he's been he's been in it for a while yeah. you know working on his craft like mm-hmm. taking his time mm-hmm. developing his flow his skill his writing right you know you could tell he was a young cat when i first got a, sh- a chance to do a show with him that was mm-hmm. the first time i heard of him when i did a show with him mm-hmm. and i you know just like as a, as, as a hip-hop fan myself you know besides being a dj and, and a rapper too like i heard him and i was i was hooked man i was like man this 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 guy this, this cat is real like he's he's a real thing but you mm-hmm. could tell even though he was young you could tell he's been doing this thing for a while yeah so he's one of these dudes who's gonna um gather an amazing hip-hop career but if we can t- you know kind of go back a little bit uh, eddie i want to talk about being proud of the things that you've done in hip-hop right and and how you view your accomplishments mm. Is it something that you, and I mean this respectfully, is it something that you live off? Like you go like, oh man, I used, I was OC Weekly's blank, blank, blank. Like that's what's up. Or is it something that's like, okay, a checkbox, let's move on. Uh, you know no it's it's definitely a checkbox uh i i can kind of you know i feel the same way as like like what i just told you like i spent a lot of time working on my craft so before i even dropped the fix uh, first mix or before i even took a gig as a dj i spent a lot of time on my craft like purchasing records like figuring out what's what figuring out timing just a- countless countless hours behind the turntables when i felt comfortable with that then i started you know producing you know working on beats and all that and same thing just working away working away working away so when the chance came uh when when the opportunity came about and i i was like i earned you know these awards i was just grateful that my my work was being recognized it felt really good um to be to be acknowledged for all the work that i put in it's not even it was not even a flossing thing like i wasn't flossing like oh i you know i won this it was just it just felt really good to be acknowledged for all the work i put in you know for something that i and and the 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 thing that took it over the top is i was being acknowledged for something that i love to do you know and that is like that really was it for me and then from that it became like a check like a check i have you know things uh, hung here on my in my studio but it's more just a reminder just of the the accolades that i won um but i i keep looking after i you know get that and okay what's next what am i gonna do next like i achieved that that was a great acknowledgement i'm very grateful for that um let's keep working you know let's keep working even if it takes a, a, a long time let's keep working on it let's let's continue to put in more time more time and let's see what we can give to the people i, I don't really look for that award i just i just want to outdo what i did before yeah. so that's it no absolutely um getting a chance to sit with with established artists i've gotten around to see that there's there's a pattern so like uh i talked to Merce. Mm. sat down with Merce and I sat down with Raskas separate separate interviews right, but right. they both have the same ideology when it comes to their accomplishments which is dope yeah. let's move on yeah yeah. Uh, dope totally. that's cool I appreciate yeah, totally. the love thank you but check this new shit I got dropping it's totally. gonna beat all that right and and Merce is, is one of these dudes cause I kind of asked I've, even until I talked to him about it I was like well you should be proud of what you, you've done and, and, and you should kind of flaunt it because it's it's not just for you it's for hip hop like in my mind is like the award that I'm winning is cool but hey this is a hip hop podcast that just won best pod, best podcast so that right there for me is on top of that is like oh for hip-hop this is good yeah right but he's like you but merce is kind of like um you can't keep 
you can't keep going back on the fact that um, you're contributing. Like you have to keep contributing. Mm-hmm. And that's the better contribution, basically, right. he's saying. So yes, uh, be proud and be mindful of what you contribute because if you're getting awards for it, then that means you're doing something right. It means that somebody is out there saying, hey, this is so good that I want, uh, it, it must be memorized, it must be um, awarded or, or sanctioned as good. So here's an award for you, right? That's dope. But the, the, the continuing to contribute is really the award. Right. right because totally. you, you could contribute one album and, and it's whack yeah okay stop i mean let's be realistic let's, there's all these other things but when you contribute and it gets an award right from uh, from your peers which is really the only yeah. way to know whether you're good at something when a scientist writes a paper it's peered reviewed right mm. it has to be in order for it to be taken as say in science yeah. same thing with hip-hop if you put up a, a, an album and it's widely considered whack Okay, your peers reviewed your insta and they're like, nah, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if they go, hey, here's an award, your peers have all said, hey, this is good enough. Th- that means something. Right. Totally. You, you should take pride in that. So if, if you, listener, are contributing in some way and you're not getting these accolades, I would say um, keep at it, right. but also reevaluate your formula. Maybe it's not award worthy. Right, and and you gotta be blood and blood, just honest with right. yourself. Well, Don't me, lie. Yeah, let me. Let me that's <laughs> really good advice. And let me tell you this too: like, if you're out there and you're 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 an artist trying to do your thing. Um, don't narrow down your options. You know, I know you, you're a hip hop artist, and you definitely want to hit hit the hit uh, the hit. You want to hit the hip hop head, but don't just stick to that. Like, send you music to everybody. You know, uh, that's one of the things that uh, when I wore when I won the Premios Vive uh, for best urban music, I was really really humbled by that, and I was really really excited because the type of hip hop that I do in Spanish when I when I as an MC, it's not really. I mean. It's it's, it's my own reality it's like you know it's definitely street music but i would say it's a little bit more uplifting a little bit more positive so instead of sticking to just the hip-hop crowd i just send my music everywhere and when these people acknowledge the fact like hey your music is good can we put you as as, as a nominee for best urban artist um for me to be able to win that was uh, it, it really made it really let me know that that that, that not only the hip-hop crowd but the public in general yeah. wanted something different yeah. you know and, and i say this too like i don't want to come off as a reggaeton hater and all that but we know that the music that 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 certain music just kind of gives you one dimension which is like party you know check out girls have the best time have the best cars whatever and that's regurgitated we hear that from every other artist like that's what the top 40 is all about so when you win an award above all those people for doing something that's really meaningful to you that really lifted me and motivated me but the reason why i got that is because i didn't stick to giving my music just to hip-hop listeners i was just every person that i met every show that i did i gave my my, my music to Got someone it. else it, I, if they didn't have a backpack and didn't look like hip-hop uh pre- people quote unquote i still give my music hey check out my music mm-hmm. and i think that's why i was i was credited that award and i think that's why i was put in that in in that position to be able to win over other artists because i provided something different yeah no no and you and this brings me uh, perfectly around to my next topic which was um setting focused goals for yourself especially when you um uh have a lot of things going on like a baby at home right, right. or you have a family at home setting focused goals for yourself is going to help you keep your eyes on the goal even though you have a lot of things going on and this is what i mean so like when i was in the military we would have to run long distances right and they would tell you if you think of the finish line at the beginning you're not going to make it to the finish line mm-hmm. so if you are running look at something at close to you and run to it and then once you get there look at the next thing close mm-hmm. to you and before you know it you've already made it to the finish line mm, so that's good advice. run up to the first tree look at the second tree look at, and don't think oh the finish line is my goal think i need to make it to that tree right make it to that first goal because the finish line is none of your business until you make it to the first one right you have no guarantees you're even going to make it to the finish line but that goal that's near you you that's accessible 
and in hip hop set yourself those goals and it could be very very something very simple it could be like i'm going to write for one hour a day yeah and it's done it's fact it's factual it's right. part of your life so if you're an mc i'm gonna write if you're a you know dj you're gonna you're gonna practice or whatever it is for one hour a day that's a that's a simple goal that you can't attain right don't say i'm gonna dj for six hours a day because that's an unattainable goal and even if you Unrealistic, reach it yeah you're you're doing more harm than good bro right you're tiring yourself out you're burning yourself out too soon right right uh, so if you the listener have something um, that you want to accomplish don't look at that to be your goal make the next step on getting there your goal and it will give you the boost of confidence to get to the second step totally because you're gonna fail to try to get to the first step to get to the last step I guarantee you but you, you you might make it to the second step there's a lot more chance of that right right but you're not gonna be a multi-millionaire guy with a with a beach house uh, a month into you it's not gonna happen but you could book your first show right and then after that you set yourself these goals that are attainable gives you this confidence and it'll allow you to keep going right and right? it just keeps you like it's it's about like it's also like about like keeping your brain like um exercising you know you exercise your brain you like you do things you read you read a book you write something it just keeps you it keeps you motivated but it also keeps you sharp it keeps your mind sharp right uh one of the things that i that i've been doing for the past year or so you know since I, i've had my my little girl she's actually right here um she came into the studio real quick to say hi um one of the things i've been doing which is super super minimal i guess you could say but i uh, i've been doing it as a way to like keep myself sharp and exercise and exercise my my hip-hop abilities i've been doing the the four bar mondays yep. every monday you sure have, i yeah. just release it and i'm with my daughter yeah it's a good it's a good way to connect with she's her. featured in a, yeah in she's a featured in there <laughs> yeah and then um so i've been doing that and just four bars which is actually a very interesting challenge because i've seen all the cats that jump in the challenge and you can start seeing them going off like they continue like four five six seven eight bars 16 bars and it's like let me hear something dope mm. and four bars interesting four bars which is also like kind of a, an, another like obstacle too and i've been really enjoying that and when i look back at everything that i've that i've written or the, everything that i've shared with those four bars mm -hmm. it's 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 pre, it's relevant mm -hmm. and it's a, a good way for me to stay connected to my peers uh while i release new stuff too right so i like i think that's a great thing make sure you set up on uh, attainable goals um and just go right there just one day at a time you know you reach this goal for yourself let's go to the next one right they don't have to be like super major just uh it's about staying relevant to your peers right. it's about like staying sharp keeping your mind sharp mm -hmm. and um and i think that helps you move along and, and just not feel stagnant you know because sometimes you you feel like you can't write anything like you know just force yourself to do something different if you can't write force yourself to do something different go read a book go read you know do this do go run a mile or something yeah. there's just something different yeah. as an artist you don't you don't it's not only just about your wittiness and your sharpness but you also have to be like physically fit and just just keeping your mind body and soul right so you know big shout out to my boy um castor pollux too he's been doing a lot of breathing exercises and stuff like that oh, so okay. hey if you feel like you can't write you know why not take a little breathing meditation for one sure. day you know and that is going to contribute a lot to yourself as an artist and as a person too yeah. uh, if you are <clears throat> let's say a rapper and that's what you want to do with hip-hop rapping uh, on stage uh, is the last thing that happens as an artist as a rapper right yeah. because first you write the song second you might choose the beat third you might choose a location to record fourth so the actual presentation to the audience of the song is the last step of the song so when i go right for an hour in hip-hop what i mean is make hip-hop a part of your life for one hour so that could very much be go watch wild styles yeah on netflix yeah and just consume yourself in what hip-hop was understand it how different generation and that's going to help you so that's your hip-hop for one hour right. listen to an album a week right that could be totally. your hip-hop related totally. if you can't write today cool go listen to nos for an yeah. hour go listen to blank and envelop your yourself in hip-hop yeah and you will see it it'll start to spew out of you in the way you act and the way you talk and the way your mannerisms are totally which be, which the embodiment of hip-hop the it, it shows itself in the way you interact with people right 
hip hop is very aggressive by nature because it's very competitive. But at the very same time, hip hop has become one of these genres that's also very noble in a cause. Mm. You can write an amazing, incredible hip hop song if you're Pac, right? Mm-hmm. Dear Mama or something that hits the soul of every listener that listens to it who might not even be a hip hop fan. But right. you, 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 you are able to envelop your emotions and your thoughts into what you're putting out and i'm only using mcs because it's the easiest way to pick it up right but look a dj set can be all feelings and it could be oh yeah totally it could be it's going to set the mood of everybody in that house so every so you have control of the emotions of everyone in that room (laughs) as a dj as now look break dancers have their own language when they're out there bro they understand the saint graph can be this beautiful amazing piece of art bro with spray cans which to me makes it even more impressive that this is done with spray cans that's an incredible feat people don't people underestimate how hard that shit is bro like I'm there's telling you. there's a there's a graffiti artist by the name of risk you know risk mm-hmm. okay now explain to me how that's manual how that's physically even capable to get the mastery of a spray can to that level oh my god it's amazing man like i'm saying i'm telling you like if those those naysayers uh, you know about like graffiti art man you really have to see some of these cats doing it live and, and you gotta grab a can and try it yourself and you'll see man big ups to my boy Tuser, man he stuff he does stuff that blows my mind yeah uh we know damn it yeah, damn it too. Damn man. it's a great graph artist. <laughs> Clean. And, and and it's just if you know damn it, damn it is the nicest, sweetest dude in the world. Hell yeah. But he's mean with those sharpies. Nasty he's mean with them. And and because he has he he envelops himself in hip hop. He he breathes it, he talks it, he and now he is that. Right. And that for you, listener, should be your goal. Embed yourself in hip hop so much that all you can say, all you can do, all you can think of is that. Right. And you're on your way to getting there. Right, and that's that's a good point that you say that like, you, you can dedicate yourself. You can dedicate some time to, and it's only it's not only dedicating some time to hip hop, but you know, for if, for example, us that we're older, we have families and stuff too. Like dedicating that one time, like that one hour or a day or, or whatever to hip hop, it's not only dedicating it to hip hop, but you're dedicating it to to yourself, which mm. is actually very healthy for your relationship yeah. and like for you being a father, Absolutely. for you being like you know uh, with another person with your significant other too. So it's don't get you know it's a good way to connect with yourself as well. Now this uh, let's, let's jump into the next subject because um, doing it solo as opposed to doing it to a team. Okay, as as and let me speak as someone who has done most of his work solo. Okay, uh, I used to um, think less of myself because I couldn't find the right team, mm. and then that affected me in my um, uh, in my craft. Uh, in my craft because it, I almost felt like, hey, maybe am I a failure because I don't have a team? Mm. Am I a failure because I seemingly don't have anyone that? believes in what i'm doing mm. is mm. It, it, you, so that's something that messes with you so let me let me say this listener uh fuck that <laughs> <laughs> listen if solo is the way you must go then go at it solo bro and mm. maybe you'll run into the right team and maybe it'll be a team project but maybe it won't be <laughs> maybe it doesn't need to be and maybe it, it, it's it shouldn't be right so um just like anything in life it all comes down to you Right. right. So your team is only as strong as you, and you right. are only as strong as your team. Right. Um, if now also with the team, it does help because you have somebody to be kind of uh, responsible to to some point. Like, hey, well, you're gonna have those next week, right? Yeah, I'll get them. Well, where are they? Where? So it's like yeah. you're holding yourself accountable to somebody else, which helps some people get their asses moving. Right. It can also be bad for the set for the another tr- topic that I have was allowing your environment to influence you. Mm. So if I'm going to tell you this, guys, and and uh, uh, I don't know you, I don't know the listeners, I don't know your homies or nothing, but I can tell you this: your homies don't believe in you as much as you believe in yourself, mm. and that's because they're believing in themselves. Mm. They, you know what I'm saying? And don't expect them, and don't mandate them to roll or die for you, because. <laughs> They got their own projects. They got, or they should have their own things that they got going on. Right. You should believe in your shit more than anybody else on this planet. Yeah. Uh, Being dope is not enough. Mm. Right. And that only comes with being alone. You can only be dope by yourself, bro. Like, 
you could be dope in a team but at the end of the day are you good on the mic by yourself is it something that you've studied is it something you developed are these skills there or are you relying heavily on partners right to get you there are you nothing without your part you won't know that you have to roll solo i would recommend you understand who you are in music and hip-hop solo before you jump into that craft me i've made the mistake when i even when i was rapping i was always like oh i gotta find a crew like i don't have a crew i felt so bad that i didn't because it seemed to be that oh a crew means that you're immediately accepted and then oh you know you split the work in half it'd be a lot easier it's only complicated things when i started getting into crews i don't know about you eddie to me (laughs) it, it was only starting to be well he can't show up well then i'm not gonna go and then no one gets nothing done yeah it always ended up well he's not gonna roll to the oh he can't perform Oh, but we've been rehearsing all week. Oh, but he can't. It, and then, you see what I'm saying? How right. you're entrusting your next step on people, on other right. people. And it should really be a development of you, right? Right. Totally. I I do have a lot to say on this on this subject. And uh, let me tell you, I've been, I've been rolling solo since the beginning. Um, but I, I tell you this now. Um, I've been rolling solo, doing my thing solo, promoting solo, uh, just kind of reaching out my own contacts, trying to get my own bookings and everything. Um, I, I would agree that that's a good way to start. But when you know exactly what you want as an artist and exactly what what kind of music you want to do and and where you want to head with it i think that's a good time to actually you know talk to someone uh and then and, and i'm also and i'm also saying this for the people that are listening that might not want to be the mcs that might not want to be like the producers and the djs and all that which is actually very very needed and in, in, in for artists uh if you really do take you listen to an artist and you feel like yo i have the capability to move this person if i was to talk to this person and say give me all you give me you know let me be part of your team and let me move you you know i think that that is also very needed so i just want to say this to people too like if you feel like you can move an artist if you feel like you you have you you believe in an artist enough and you have you know that that confidence that you can help an artist move along and get bookings and possibly become an agent or just be part of their team just step up to them you know just tell them like hey yeah i really love what you do you know like this is this is my contact let's 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 have a coffee and let's see let, let me see how i can help you no no you know? absolutely and i think that's really needed in the scene and it's it's kind of a weird thing to say too because like you're talking you're thinking like oh yeah i'm just gonna like you know have a coffee with some random person that i met at a show but hey like you, you never know you, you need that in your team i feel like i've done enough on my own to to set up um some good connections and to and and to be able to move my music and get my music promoted uh but if i had a team that believed in what i was doing and they know their and they knew their role i i mean i'd be talking to you but i'd be in a different (laughs) position (laughs) okay you think that i i know that you you assume that i know i would i'm going to go out and venture and say that maybe you're right but um, you shouldn't try to develop yourself within a two-man or three-man or four-man group. Develop yourself solo. Yeah, no, and no. And then come yeah, to that's a, what I'm saying. That's what I said. Agreement like, of yeah. other MCs who have developed themselves right. solo and then build something together. Yeah, l- l- let me tell you. And th- th- I was just speaking uh, on on the part of like being an artist and then finding people that be part of your team, right? Not other artists. That's a different beast. Oh, right interesting. There. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't talking about being a part of a crew. Oh, so you're talking about I was like talking a about manager. Like, yeah, I was talking about sure. like a manager, like someone that can that can see the potential in you and say, look, I can probably help this person get this, uh, you know, get here and I'll be part of the process. So I'll get something. So let me ask you, know you I mean? we, we, didn't, we never went through that with someone. Did you ever have a conversation I, with someone? You know Is what? I, ha- I never had that conversation with anyone. Um, I find that very hard to believe that yeah. no one said, "Hey, Eddie, you want to need some help? Maybe I can no, and, do and something." You know, you. that's 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 a really interesting question. And just to be like, just to be completely one hundred with y'all, yeah. like, there was there, I, I go to New York a lot. Well, I used to go before the pandemic. I yeah. used to go to New York a lot for shows, and I still have my connections to New York, so I, I could go there. Like, you know, shout out to everybody in New York. But I was I was really disappointed with some some people uh, that I met that have helped me tons, and and they just didn't you know they didn't for some reason they didn't not not that they didn't want to sign me but they didn't want to be that person to help me move you know my stuff my music or 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 be an artist so 
there is a lot of disappointment you're gonna find along the way but that to me that that just means that that's not the right person you know even though they do show you love they do show you appreciation they help you move and and maybe that's not maybe they're not maybe they don't want to take on that responsibility but i do believe there's people out there so i think when it comes to that what i would say is this um you know do your research find out what other what labels are out there find out what who's who's doing what who's moving artists and if they have some artists that you feel like you would fit in or that would be part of your like you you would make a good connection there put a nice little package together you know uh put your music together electronic kit together well, i was gonna say let's send call it, it to it them and, get an and, electronic yeah. press kit together and, yeah, exactly. epk that's exactly. the name that's gonna be your industry's title for it yes epk, EPK yeah. which involves what eddie what's an epk uh putting your bio picture you know a few highlights on there your all your links uh your music and and reach out to them you know reach out to them say like this is this is me i'm representing myself this is my music you know i, I would love to have a meeting with you you know sit down and just just go from there don't be afraid of having that of being of being professional you know i just email somebody just say hey can we talk can we sit down for lunch you know i'll buy you lunch or whatever let's let's meet up and, and let's do that if i feel I- like a lot of people don't know how to be like i'm not trying to be like judgmental or anything but a lot of people don't know how to be professional like a lot of people expect like oh hear my music and follow me and that's it like no you have to you know follow proper channels sometimes uh, and if you feel like as an artist you have your package together you know what you want you know other places that could you could fit in and that you you could probably reach out doesn't mean you're gonna completely like sell out or whatever on the first meeting you just want to see if you have options you want to you want to you want to take what you have as an artist and what you have to offer to someone else and say look this is what i have to offer what can you do would you like to be part of that and if so what can you do for me yeah no and and i think um it goes back to and i'll say it again so you guys can really understand what i mean dope is not enough and this is what i mean a dope should be your base that's what you that's your base you're building your entire career on you should be dope but that's not enough on top of that are you professional right on top of that are you trustworthy on top of that are you dependable as an artist and as basically as an employee if i'm a record label are you dependable are you reliable are you somebody that i can take on tour or are you somebody that's going to keep getting high in the back and not show up for the press kit or not show up for the whatever are you that person if you are you need to really look at what you're doing now what do you want out of hip-hop you might be listening to this podcast you ran into it in the depths of podcasting blah 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 and 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 now you're coming face to face with it because i'm asking you listener what is it that you want from hip-hop if it's something that you want to turn on every two weeks on youtube as you're washing the dishes cool do that there's very dope songs you can get yourself to listen to some method man listen to some whatever that's fine okay but if it's something that you want to contribute if it's something that you want to make a, a a daily part of your life there has that comes with responsibilities to that and that i and what i mean by that is if you go and you say okay i am now going to mc you are now a representative of hip-hop so what you do what you say your actions they matter and um the way you present yourself is the way that people are going to view hip-hop so um never underestimate the importance of being professional in any business at any time of your life because the thank you i'm sorry excuse me's are going to go way far in life than the not saying anything or not showing up or not being decent or whatever yes professionalism needs to play a role if you're going to make hip-hop a career opportunity for yourself right right um now because we're, we're running short on time, I want to touch uh, base on a couple other subjects. You just give me some some sure. some flash, okay? Go ahead. Um, drugs in hip hop, and and I want to bring this up because it's something that I am I don't envelop myself in drugs a lot in in life. Um, I mean, you smoke, you drink, or whatever, but it's they're never been like a driving force for me. So right. they're not in anything I've ever written in, really, or anything I really talk about. If in anything I talk about, don't do drugs. Like when I was <laughs> r- younger, when I first started the podcast, I was really anti weed, bro. Mm. Because as a, as an MC at the time, 
I've seen it take down dope MCs, bro. All they do is go and get high now. All they do is just get stoned. Right. And I had a big thing against stoners. Now, that's not very welcoming in hip hop, <laughs> right? So people all constantly fucking. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, man, there's 17 people here and you're all fucking stoned. You're all high. None of you know what's going on. You're all trusting that the person next to you is a good, decent person and doesn't have any ill intent. You're all stoned. You're all out of your minds right now. None of you can, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm walking in, I'm completely sober, bro. Like, this is not, this is not a good position to be in. Like, oh, I mean, like, you being blitzed out of your brain every day is not something that you should uh, aspire to. Uh, (laughs) But, listen, people's life. All I'm saying is, Drugs have seemed to embedded themselves in hip hop, right? Right. The lean, the marijuana. Right. Now you look a little further, the, the coke, the X, they, they talk about some deep shit. The molly. You know? The molly, all that And stuff. nowadays, like all the other crazy stuff. Who knows? I, they, they got suppositories yeah. of all kinds of shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, no, but Eddie, how, how, how do you maneuver yourself around that? And how can they maneuver? Or what would you, what advice would you have when I bring the topic of drugs and hip hop what would you say about uh, let me tell you this man as far as being an artist and just being yourself um i can't really say much about that other than like if you you have to be able to like if you if you do drugs and and you're a hip-hop artist you have to be able to somehow step back every now and then and say like uh, what i'm what i what i'm doing is it right is it working for me? Is it hindering my position mm-hmm. as an artist? Mm-hmm. Is it hindering my my relationships with people? If it's affecting the stuff that you that you're doing as an artist, then I would say definitely take a step back from it and just you know try to do it without. Um, I don't want to preach too much. I'm, I'm also like a, a sober uh, MC. Is uh, I don't do drugs. Uh, never say I'm not gonna say that I never did them, but you know we were all young once, so I've tried. You know, I, I smoke weed and stuff, but it, it, it wasn't. Life, right? But it, let me tell you this: like, so it was when I was young, and it was just experimental stuff, and never had to do, and never had to deal with me making music, creating music, um, mm-hmm. writing, or anything like that. So you didn't rely. No, on the I never, never. But and and I've had, I've worked with other MCs, I've worked with other uh, people that you know partake on 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 um you know smoking weed and other and, and other types of things and if i if if it wasn't messing with what we were doing i had no place to say anything unless uh, unless I, I i really saw them going like off the deep end or anything and then i would have to stay up in like hey yo maybe you want to take a break from that but if our relationship was strictly hip-hop strictly what we're working on and stuff and 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 everything work everything worked properly and we we did our music and everything was fine and they kept the end of their deal i had no right to say anything mm. so everybody's free to do whatever they want but i'm telling you if we're speaking uh strictly as as mcs and as artists if it's really messing with what your goals and what you're trying to do i would say you know you need to reassess and see if like those those the things that you're doing are more important uh, or than than the music that you're trying to do there's there's a lot of ways that the devil quote unquote represents itself in your life and by the mean the devil i don't mean the horns and picking that's not what i'm talking about about the religious devil i'm talking about of what is going to keep you from reaching your goal or you or realizing at all right to begin with what your goal in life is and one of those things that i have seen is marijuana now people go oh you know it's weed it's no big deal blah 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 i'm like listen bro listen uh, weed can ruin your life just as easy as any other drug. Well, and they're like, oh, come on, concept. Okay, listen to this. You're at work. You have an accident. Okay, you don't do coke. You don't do meth. You smoked weed three days ago. They're drug testing you at work. You just lost your job. So now you got to go home and tell your wife because you smoke weed, this innocent, small, nothing drug, you don't longer have a job. Right. Okay. Two, you're too high to get in the studio. Right. Three, you're too high to go perform. Four, right. you never seem to get around to writing because you're high all the time. Bro, it is a problem. It is, it does cause you know, issues. Let, let me say this, uh, okay. and I'm and I'm gonna say this like to to just put everybody's perspective into a situation, okay? So I was working, I'm not gonna say any names, mm-hmm. but I was working with an artist who I was producing and kind of like supporting this artist too, who was younger than me, a lot of, a lot younger, and was smoking a lot of weed so 
uh, we we did uh, we came to a situation where they asked me to do a show and keeping things professional and stuff like it was it was a holiday and i was like yo like you know that's the time for my family but i'm willing to do it i'll bring all the gear let me set it up but i need i need something in my pocket we came to a court as gentlemen and stuff and you know we did the show brought the stuff over and you know i wasn't i wasn't given what i was and it was a good show for what it was and i wasn't given you know what i what was what was promised as uh, my, my my own return for my services, you know, and keeping things professional, you know, I was like, yo, I'll give you some time or whatever. And talking about the drugs and the weed and everything, it really sucks when you see somebody posting all these butts that they have, all these bags that they have filled with weed, but time and time goes by and you never get your money that you were. And we were talking about like, it's, it's, it's more about, it's more the principle of the thing. We're not talking about a lot of money, but we're, you know, with that being said, it's like, you know, if you have time, if you have money to get all that weed, you don't have time, you don't have like the money to pay back a person that's supporting you, you know, prior to the show, supporting you, believing in you and pushing you forward. You don't even have time to like pay them back, but you have like, or money to pay them back, but you have money to buy weed that's one of those things where you realize that you're not doing it right mm, yeah we're saying the same thing which is uh it will take president over what you hold the most right. dearest and people again i'll get a lot of backlash which i've gotten a lot of backlash same here man. The marijuana <laughs> um you know me expressing myself on the thoughts but the reality is that you will get high before a show and then uh you're gonna you're you're and you're doing it to blame it on the highness so if we're being realistic okay uh. what you're doing is you're, you're 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 not you don't have the balls to go up there you're gonna get super stoned or super drunk and you're gonna blame it on that and that's gonna be your shield for not having the courage because you're not practiced enough at home because you're high all the time uh, what it's like to get on a stage what it's like to memorize your rhymes what is that you're gonna say oh it's because i'm high oh it's because i smoke bro that's an excuse you're putting on and that's an easy one they, right all i'm saying is it, it's not helping listen right. you're not Wiz khalifa you're not snoop dogg you're not these dudes you're not gonna be this guy right. you're, I, I can guarantee you you're not gonna be a multimillionaire who's who weed is your thing bro what is gonna happen is you're not gonna go to work you're gonna lose a job you're not gonna rap and you're gonna fall right stop yeah and then, like i just want to summarize this by yeah. saying that too like i said i don't have any if like everybody's got their own choices everybody can do what they want i choose to not do that i choose to rap about different things i choose to project myself and 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 create a vibe and an environment for people to be to feel good about themselves be uplifting be motivating everything from like and then including like families and little ones so that's who i am but i don't condone anybody like i don't say like if you do drugs or if, if you smoke weed or do whatever you know as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're like you're keeping to yourself but if you're an artist and it really is messing the way you're you're trying to come through as an artist it really is hindering your your um your success it's getting on the way or your success and all that then you really do have a problem that's all i gotta say there there and, and we'll wrap it up but there's a great line by andre 3000 who says uh no drugs or alcohol so i can get the signal clear Okay, um, and, and I'll leave it with this is, listen, you really have to understand what hip hop is and allow me to give you what I have seen hip hop is in the way that I view hip hop. To me, hip hop is a music genre, it's that, but it's more than that. It's a signal. It's a, it's a certain signal that certain people pick up on. Mm. okay hip-hop is not dawned on everyone bro the, the one thing that i when i ask people hey what do you think of the song those that are not hip-hop hits they tell me i can't understand what it says <laughs> now they speak english they're mm -hmm. not like it's not a, let's say it's not a chopper song they what it is the the signal is not in their brain the hip-hop is not developed in there it's not it hasn't chosen them mm. okay but there'll be people who hip-hop chooses almost from birth Mm. okay and this is i'll give you an example of somebody let's say like an idea who at 18 19 was already touring just off of freestyling wow. this is an 18 year old kid bro and he's winning scribble jams and he's winning and so hip-hop 
found him and he turned the dial and he found who he was at a very young age. He was able to pick up on that signal. Aesop Rock is one of these dudes who has mastered the signal of hip hop. Hmm. He has he has he understands it and he's able to tune it to to his will because he's practiced, he's versed in it. Right. Not only is it blessed on him, yes, but he recognizes that and I can guarantee you there is hours upon hours of writing and mm-hmm. reading that Aesop Rock has done. And this is not a college professor, but I bet you his vocabulary is better than 90% of college professors. Right. He's developed hip hop to such a high tune, such a high frequency that it's an amazing feat to listen to an Aesop Rock song. Yeah. It's a piece of art, bro. Yeah. I mean, go in and, and like, you know, uh, d- dissect anything from like uh, Labor Days or something like that. Dude, the songs are Shakespearean. Mm. The, the language, the flow, the development, the meaning, the purpose. He does never use it. Like, I think somebody did a study where he uses the same word maybe like four times in an album. Mm. That vocab is so extensive. Mm. He's he turn hip hop is is directing in his antenna and he's tuning it in to get perfection. So that's the mm. way that I have always viewed hip hop. Sometimes it's not clear. Mm. The signal is not clear. It's muddy. It's cloudy. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. The signal is not there. Hmm. My best hip hop has come completely sober, Eddie. Right. And this is why I tell people: give yourself the opportunity. Maybe you're this way. Yes. Maybe possibly hip hop is even more amazing when you're super stoned. Right. Maybe. Right. But I'm telling you, is maybe not. Maybe <laughs> sober. It just it just dawns on you and it's just clear and it and it's processed better. Right. I feel when I'm high, I'm trying to fight my thoughts to get them clearly out. Like mm. I'm trying to, I need to fight my way to think. When I'm thinking, I can flow. Right now I'm not high and I'm... Right. If I were to smoke, my mind is slowed down. The signal is clouded. It's not there. Right. So I would advise you listeners to, to look at hip hop more as a, an antenna that you're right. tuning in. By practicing, you're narrowing down where that volume is, that tune is. Okay, once you get it practiced and then hip-hop is going to start to flow to you freely right. because you've met, you narrowed it down. You know what works for you. you know right. what, Maybe the environment at night doesn't work for you and you're right. a day cat. Maybe yeah. the day, daytime's not work. You, you're narrowing down. Maybe your room isn't cool, but you know what? Uh, your lobby or whatever it is, you you, you know where the, where the signal comes in clear. Right. So don't cloud it with right. marijuana and smoke and drink and all this stuff right. before you even get it. Right. You're <laughs> fighting yourself to get to that clear level when that clear level is there if you want it. Right. So I'm saying. Yeah. No. I. You know what? Like, just really quick. Yeah. Just to put things into perspective. Like I said, I was young once. You know, I tried. I tried my share of things, and uh, I experienced. I uh, just, just kind of to go through the life experience of things. But just to put into perspective, like we talked about the accolades, we talked about the shows, you know, the people that I perform with, the awards, you know, traveling to the states, and you know, I feel like I'm not even where. I, I can be potentially like I feel like there I still have way more to go and I think people will be surprised what I can what I'm gonna be doing in the next few years and that the, the names my 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 music and 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 creations will be popping up in but all that sober sober baby so we'll leave it at that and uh, tune in next week each one teach one we got we just got started people yep. okay so uh i want to thank you guys for uh tuning in the show and if you made it this far for checking us out all we ask is that you tell a friend yes. just tell a friend hey i got this dope hip-hop podcast i'm listening to um edifica concept they've been around forever they know what they're talking about maybe they can help us and guide us um and uh all i can say to everyone is uh, each one teach one and we're all better off all right we'll see you guys next week peace y'all